0: I don't really believe that we get rid of fear. I think that we will always carry that emotion. And I don't think carrying that emotion is a bad thing. I don't think we have to shame fear. It's the fact of you moving through fear by action is
1: what's going to get done, the things that you want done. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. In today's episode, I sit down with Serial Entrepreneur and the founder of the Selfish Babe app herself, Olenike Osi. She's here to explain why there's nothing wrong with being selfish. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. I am super excited today. We are just under 30 days before our first ever Redefining Wealth live podcast taping in Atlanta. And we are planning such an incredible experience, so much more than just a quick little podcast taping. It's not like a 60 minute thing. I have a full afternoon all planned out and I am super excited to meet you in person. If you do not have your ticket yet and you can get to Atlanta on Sunday, October 13th, then you want to be in the building for this incredible experience. I am interviewing two of my favorite people, good girlfriends of mine, and they are friends of this podcast, Marshawn Evans Daniels and Brandy Harvey will be live in the building along with some of your other favorite podcast guests who are my good girlfriends that are just coming out. And I'm just really excited. So if you don't have your ticket yet, go get it because there's not that many left. RedefiningWealthLive.com, RedefiningWealthLive.com. This is an intimate space. And we are going to have a great time meeting, greeting, connecting. So make sure you get your tickets. I'm really excited to welcome those of you who are new to Redefining Wealth. Here's what you need to know about us. We are not your conventional personal finance podcast. In this community, we believe that wealth is so much more than money and material possessions. If you go ahead and click subscribe and stay connected to us, which you will soon know and believe for yourself is that wealth is all about well-being. So every time you log into that podcast app and you turn on an episode, we are going to be talking about topics that cover our six pillars that just truly help you understand that well-being comes in so many different areas of our life. And the more we improve those things, the easier it is to actually build the wealth that we say we want. But as long as those areas remain unfulfilled, we'll never get there. We'll always be trying to fill the void with people, places, things, stuff, all you know, all that stuff that just doesn't work. It actually creates deeper and deeper voids. And so if you are looking for a new way to look at wealth, to look at finances, to look at money, then you are in the right place. You will not be disappointed. And I'm so excited that we're having the conversation we are today Because I really think it's time, like I want to redefine wealth. This young lady is redefining what it means to be selfish. And this is a conversation, especially for my ladies, this is a conversation that we must have. So without further ado, let me introduce you to our guest for the day, Olenike Elsie. Olanika Elsie is the owner and founder of two powerful brands, Goddess Detox and Selfish Babe. She is focused on choosing herself more often in her life and wants other women to do the same, hence the name Selfish Babe. It's okay to be selfish is one of her mottos. She believes that when women choose themselves first and are happy, everyone else in their lives will benefit. I got to agree with that. When she's not busy encouraging the 150,000 plus women through her self-love app, Selfish Babe, she's partaking in self-care activities such as watching anime, taking spiritual herbal baths, traveling, and being out in nature. Be sure to download her app, Selfish Babe, today. I'm telling you now, if you've got your Google Play, your Apple App Store, do it now. Once you listen to this message, you will definitely understand why it's okay to be selfish. Without further ado... Here's my conversation with Olanike. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast, Olanike OC. Hey, I'm so excited. What's to be up? Here. I'm
0: doing good. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm really good and I am really really looking forward to this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because ever since we booked it and so I am one of those people where if I invite you on the podcast, then I really do try to go all in on getting to know you, right? I hate when you go on a podcast and you're like, these people clearly know nothing about me. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And one of the things that I'm really intrigued by is that, and I really wanted to explore, which is why I wanted us to have this conversation, is truly this notion that just self development comes in all shapes all Mm -hmm. sizes, all forms, and all varieties. And I really am at this place where in order to keep the audience growing, we have to be open to just having different conversations, right? Or maybe things that are out of the norm. Um, And I'm also really big on this, that nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we assign to it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. to start, I'm going to give you three words or terms And I want you to give your definition of each one. So it kind of frames the conversation as we move forward. Okay. All right. So Mm -hmm. the first one is self-love.
0: For me, self-love is putting yourself first. Two,
1: self-care.
0: Doing things you like to do.
1: See, that's different.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And three, selfish. Ooh, selfish first words that come to my mind is feels good, but selfish is really being honest with yourself and truly, truly loving yourself. And I know when I said, you know, self-love, I mean, I put put, putting yourself first, but they're interchangeable to me. Mm Self-love is selfish. That's
1: what I believe. That's exactly what I felt like you were going to say. <laughs> because like I said, nothing has meaning except for the meaning we assign to it. And the truth is, I think when people think about this term selfish, right? Your your whole brand is selfish, babe. Yes. And so when people think about this term selfish, I think they move into kind of the first part of Webster's definition, which is lacking consideration for others.
0: Yes. But
1: I, I always say go deeper. And when I went deeper, What I saw was concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I think that as women, we just struggle so much with that idea of being selfish. Why do you think that is? I believe that
0: that is because as we grow up or as we are being raised, society tells us that we must, we must nurture other people. And so as women, even as little girls, you have your baby, you know, you have your baby play doll, you're playing with the baby, but you're nursing the baby, you're getting the baby together. And so the idea that we must be taking care of others in order to feel fulfilled, that is why we do that. That's what I believe, why more so
1: women do so because we are kind of raised up in that way to nurture other people. I agree with that. Like, I really don't, recall a time, even as a little kid, right? Playing with something that was legitimately yours (laughs) and you're enjoying your toy, your dog, whatever it could have been. And then someone comes up and they want it. And I remember my granny being like, we'll give it to them. And I'm like, No, (laughs) it's mine. I was in the midst of playing with it. Now I'm saying no now. Now, back in the 80s, I was not saying no. I was just like, okay, (laughs) I was just giving it up. But I remember being told as a little girl that I was selfish. And it was really just because I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Not that it was harming anyone else, but it was what I wanted to do.
0: Mm hmm I think like, and even that concept, you know, of sharing is caring, you must always share with other people. You know, I don't think we always have to do that. And that's not a bad thing. Now, when I say selfish, I don't mean that you're not going to be a sharing person eventually, you will be. But those times when you really want something for yourself, it is okay to do it for yourself. So, you know, if we could rewind time, I could have been like, hey, you know, when you're done playing, you know, if you would like to definitely share it with so-and-so. So So then we have that sense of choice. Like, would I like to do this? Would I like to share my toy after I'm done using it? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm So I think that's a different way of looking at selfish where you can totally enjoy the toy that you're playing with, get all that you want out of it. And then if you feel like you want to, then you can do it because I feel like it's so much more genuine when you really want to do something. Right. It's just so much more. It's so much more better. And as a person receiving from you, it feels better because you actually want to do. It. Imagine go- going and giving your doll grudgingly, you know, to your mm-hmm. or your brother. They don't feel good that they that they felt that you had to be forced to give your toy away. That doesn't feel good at all. So I want. I would like whoever that I'm giving something to, that I'm giving in a way that I I feel good about it and they feel good about it, not like I felt like I had to do it.
1: Right, out of obligation.
0: Exactly.
1: Right, and as you were speaking, what was coming up for me was that concept of like being a cheerful giver. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to give, give from a place of love, right? And give from a place that feels good, not to where the other person feels like, oh my gosh, you did this out of obligation, and now you feel some kind of way about me, right?
0: Exactly. And that's the point of selfish babe and being selfish. It is about being a cheerful giver as well, because it's like for me, if women put themselves first and choose themselves more often, Then what we're able to give is so much more greater and we want to be able to do that The rest of the world will be happy and change because we put ourselves first and that's really my concept of selfish and selfish babe Is really changing that negative connotation where selfish is really looked at as a form of self-care Like you must do this for you to survive, you know and do more than just survive
1: Yeah, because you really can only serve other people from your overflow. Mm -hmm. So if you're not putting yourself first and you're allowing yourself by choice to be depleted and to do things begrudgingly because you refuse to set boundaries, then Mm -hmm. you're only emptying yourself out and not in a good way. Like Mm -hmm. you're depleting the joy that comes from um, Mm -hmm. doing it in a good place. Now you're so young, right? So (laughs) I'm also a millennial, but I'm on the old, old side of millennial. Like I just barely made it in there. (laughs) So (laughs) we're like a decade apart. Right. And I'm thinking that younger women to me from a distance seem to incorporate this more. Like from my experience, the women who came before me, at least in my family or, you know, sphere of influence or whatever, the people who came from before me would give to a point of their own deprivation and just never knew how to take a step back. Um, and just breathe for themselves. And then you have my decade. So I'm 38 Mm -hmm. and we're doing better. We're trying to embrace that concept. We're still, we're still acting like self-care is going to the nail salon, which stresses (laughs) me out. (laughs) So I don't know how that self-care that stresses me. For real. As soon as they say, what color, girl, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, life life choices. (laughs) (laughs) But you're so young. And so I wonder what was your inspiration for starting Selfish Babe? Like, where did that come from for you? And is that something that you see women in their 20s still struggling with as well?
0: So originally, I, had, I have another company. My other company is called Goddess Detox, which is a holistic wellness company for women. And at that time, you know, when I was just beginning, I was selling self love, I like to say self love inspired herbal products for women. And women would buy my products and they'd have such a good physical release. I'd always talk about a physical, spiritual, and emotional release because I understand the concept of herbs and understand it's just not the physical properties, but there's a spiritual and emotional aspect that we can associate with herbs. And women would use the product and they'd have, you know, really great experiences. But eventually just through having that business and I still have it, it was like women were using a self-love inspired product, but you know, you can use the product one time or two times, but was that really it to self-love? I really began to see that self-love is so much more deeper than just that. Self-love is deeper than just using this product and saying that's it you know, as I started doing more spiritual development and personal development, I'm like, wow, it's really all in your mind. Your mindset is so important. I know you talk about that a lot. Your mindset is so important. And I think like that's literally the foundation for everything. And so when I started realizing that I was like, I need something where women can feed their mind and change their mindsets. Because sometimes I hear a lot of not self-belief I hear a lot of doubt I hear a lot of fear I hear a lot of oh Vanessa my birth name is Vanessa but my spiritual name is olinike Osi you know when you have an idea you can go out and do it and you do it and I'm like yeah doesn't everybody do that and no you know the person I was talking to they were like no you know I may have an idea but I, I don't do it Like I think about what other people are thinking or there's procrastination or just other things like that. I'm just like, wow, like, I literally thought everybody just had that kind of thing that I had. But I soon began to realize that that wasn't it. And so again, it went back to the mind. And so one day, and this is a real story uh, selfish babe was going to be called goddess habits. It was going to be called something else. And the reason why I was going to call it goddess habits is because I, I did the playoff of goddess detox. Like what are the habits that goddesses have? And one day I was, you know, literally, you know, on my toilet and I was like, why not call it selfish babe? And the reason I thought about that is because, you know, we have boss babe, we have somebody named manifestation, babe, whom whom I really love. And I was just like, selfish, babe, like self-love is is selfish, just putting yourself first. Like for me, as I began learning through spiritual and personal development, that is what was important to me because even through my own personal journey of self-love, there was lots of times I did not put myself first at all. There was one time in particular where I was married at one point when I was 19 till about 23. And at one point, me and my ex husband at the time had a really, really bad ar- argument. And at that time, he had put his hands on me, but not in a way that was like physical marks, but it was still an act of like he put his hands on me. And so for me during that time, you know, I had went, I was in grad school at the time and I was talking to my friends about it. And they're like, oh, you're going to go back, you know, to the house. And I was like, yeah, like I wasn't afraid of him at all. It was like a, in my mind, it was just a bad argument. But then, I had some further analyzation and, I had to ask myself, Vanessa, you know, if I had a daughter, would I want my b- daughter to be in this marriage? And that was the way that I stepped outside of myself to figure out if the situation I was in was working for me. And my answer was like, no, like if I had a daughter, I wouldn't want her to be in this type of relationship because this is not healthy. <laughs> this is not happy. You know, I don't want to be just trying to make things work. Like that's not a type of marriage or relationship that I want. And so for me, I realized, I mean, I got out of that relationship, divorced, whatever. But after analyzing further and deeper, I was like, why did I have to put myself outside of myself to give me that answer? Why was it the question was, Vanessa, you're in this situation. Um, Do you want to be in it? And then have an answer. Why did I have to say, well, if I had a daughter, because I had to step outside of myself. And so even in those moments of self-reflection, I'm like, that wasn't me putting myself first yes me actually getting out the relationship was putting myself first but why did i have to put put my put somebody else in my place that is not even here and so for me as i just look at other women and see all that we do and all that we give i'm like we literally need to put ourselves first and when you talked about the older generation you know they really depleted themselves in you know giving giving us their strength in order for survival. I think a lot of this goes back to survival to the point of the patient. I am very grateful to my ancestors and and, um, elders for what they did and what they have done. Very grateful. But I also understand that we are now in a time of shifting where we do not have to operate like that, especially as women. That is not going to help us move forward. That is false. And so for me, when you had mentioned you know, doing that by choice. I like that you said that you said by choice. We have to understand that we actually are making these choices, whether you're silent or whether you say nothing, or you do say something, it is still a choice. Some people can be like, oh no, well, I just feel so um, depleted because I, you know, I have to do this. I have to do that. But again, it is still a choice. We have to remember that we have other choices. And when you start to choose those other choices, people may be mad at you. I'm going to be real with you. Girl, get it. <laughs> yes.
1: I was just going there. Come <laughs> on. People <laughs> may be upset with you. And they're going to
0: be like, wow, she can't do this for me. She can't do that for me. She used to always do this, do, do this for me so easily. But now she's saying no. And she's choosing herself. They're going to be upset. You may even feel guilty. People ask me, well, how do you not feel guilty? And I'm still working on that. I still feel guilty from time to time. But the more that I do it, and the more that I practice it, the more that I know that me choosing myself is going to be the best decision for both of us, no matter what situation that I'm in. And so for me, we're in a new age of shifting where women are actually choosing themselves and and looking and looking and honoring what they like, looking and honoring their truth. You know, a lot of things that you do, a lot of people are not going to may not agree with at all, but you have to do them for you because there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be like, dang, like she really doing something. I love that. She's, you know, walking in her purpose and her truth and being real. And one thing that I've noticed with selfish babe, especially something that I really believe, what puts Selfish Babe apart from other apps or any other self-love platform is the fact that we're really relatable. Really, really, really relatable. I was just so sick of seeing like so much great information from so many amazing, amazing spiritual teachers. But it was just like, well, how can the rest of the world digest this? Like, I I get it. Like, I get what you're saying to the core, but how can like maybe... Susie down the road who may not have it, may not be having a good time maybe in a low income household may have experienced you know abusive parents or just a uh, different yeah. how can she actually digest what you're saying and so for me with selfish babe that's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be relatable. There's so many beautiful women, especially on Instagram, who have motivational videos <laughs> that use cuss words that are real home girl to home girl. But mm-hmm. guess what? The message still gets to who needs to hear it because they understand it. It's relatable to them. And that's, that's me, right. like, what like really the going to the beginning of the question, what started Selfish Bay was just like my personal experiences just from having my company Goddess Detox but then like seeing the shift and where we need to go moving forward as women.
1: Girl, mouth full. Okay, (laughs) so I've been trying to like make mental notes, but I already told you I'm a decade older. So I'm gonna try to remember (laughs) because it was so much good stuff. Okay, so first of all, what stood out for me was just understanding that people will not necessarily accept this shift that you have to embrace being selfish and putting yourself first. Right. Yeah. And so it's not even just the people that you're saying no to. It can also be people who are just watching it go down. Yeah. <laughs> so, for example, in my family, when I was rebuilding and, you know, lost everything in the recession, started over. A part of me starting over was sleeping on my brother's couch yeah. here in Atlanta for three months and in his little condo in Buckhead. And you know, you fast forward a couple years, I was starting to rebuild. I had saved a little money because I knew that my first book was coming. I wanted to take this course. So I understood how to self publish and all this stuff. Now, my same brother came back and said, "Um, Hey, I need to borrow like $2,000 or something. But it was literally the only money I had saved. Yeah. And I said, Oh my gosh. Like that guilt was coming up. Like he looked out and this is my brother. And You know, but I also was like, this is the thing that's on my heart. This is what I'm being led to do, called to do. And it took me so long at that time to save up the $2,000. I don't feel like I can take several months. I feel like my time is now. Right. And I have to move forward. And I told my brother, no. Yeah. And not only was he very disappointed and unhappy, my mama was looking at me crazy. My mm-hmm. grandma by then, um, God rest her soul, was like in a convalescence home. But I know she heard about it. So and I know she's petty and judgy. So <laughs> and <laughs> like I know what she was saying. But, you know, for my family, from the outside looking in, it was like, how could you? You yeah. should be ashamed. Like yeah. the audacity. But yeah. I knew what I was being called to do. And I truly believed that had I not taken that moment to be selfish, yes. to put myself first and to say, this matters to me. And in any other time or situation, perhaps I may have, yes. but right now, I'm sorry if this offends, but I'm doing what I have to do. And when I look back, that was 10 years ago.
0: Wow. And when I
1: look back on everything that I've created, it was making that decision and mm-hmm. choosing to be selfish to yes. others, yes. to have them be upset, to have them talk smack. But yes. to this day, my brother, now that I've moved back to Atlanta, comes to my house every Sunday to get dinner. <laughs> and we have a wonderful relationship. And he is probably one of the people who is the most proud of me. Actually. But he he understood after the fact. And I told that story just to say that people may not get it in the moment, yes. but it's not for them to get. It's yes. for us to start to stand up yes. and, and say and be selfish, unapologetically, because again, going back to the second part of that definition, it's about concern chiefly with one's personal profit or pleasure. In that moment, it wasn't even profit or pleasure. It was my personal purpose. Like I felt like I had to do it. Exactly. You said something else, Olenike. So I have to confess. So for like the last week, I've created a whole new slogan for your brand. What is it? A whole new slogan, whole new app. You want to hear it? Yes. (laughs) So what we have been saying internally for like the last week or so is this ain't your mama's self-help. This is not your mama's self-help because the app uses quite a bit of choice language, right? But what I always tell people is you can't miss the message because you get caught up in the Mm minutiae. Like, you know, if that's not your thing, there's still so much stuff. Like I get the notifications twice a day And I love those reminders. It doesn't necessarily bother me at all, but I understand why people may feel like they could struggle with it. But Why did you feel like it was so important to create that safe space for younger women, in particular to embrace personal development on their level or where they're at and in a way that feels good for them? Because, you know, I, I personally profess to be a Christian, but I also like Snoop Dogg. So yes. I like gospel and I could be a little ratchet. I yes. understand the combination of yes. the two. Yes. Are and I think it's cool. Yes. Right. yes. And I, you know, and I think that it's cool that you've created a platform where everyone can feel served. And that's what I was saying in the beginning. I love that personal development doesn't have to look any one way. Yes. And that no matter who you are, where you are, that there are these different platforms that are being just elevated so that you can get what you need. So why was it so important for you to create that safe space?
0: For me, it was important uh, at one point when I was really into personal development and spiritual development. I had so many logins to so many different VIP groups and things like that. And just out of my own personal laziness, I was just like, oh my God, I wish there was one place where I can just like go and log in and learn like personal development. I wish there was literally one place. And I want it to be on my phone because I don't want to have to get my laptop out. I want it to be on my phone because I'm always on my phone. And that was also a little bit of more why I started Selfish Babe. But in terms of it being relatable, the reason why I did it in this way is because I know how I am. And so I do use colorful language. I do use cuss words when I talk to people or even when I'm doing a video or a motivational video to get a message across, because that's what comes out of my mouth. And sometimes if I have to stifle that, then it wouldn't be authentic. And so right. if I'm talking to my girls about something and they're giving me advice. They may or may not use cuss words, you know, but I, I wanted it to feel like your friend was talking to you. I wanted it to feel like your homegirl was talking to you and especially with younger women, I don't think it was really quote-unquote young women because when I think of younger women, I'm thinking early 20s. I'm 27, but that's my version
1: of the younger woman. But you Oh, sweetie, younger. that'll change.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, so... I just really wanted it to be super relatable. And so when I scroll on Instagram and I see, you know, these wonderful people like Jess Libby or maybe OG OG Nunu, you know, talking, I'm like, wow, they have such a great message. Like, more people need to hear this because, you know, they may or may not have taken a personal development class, but they get the concept and they're able to vocalize it and they're able to... Put out a message where so many thousands and millions of people follow them for their daily messages or their every other day message, right? So obviously they're doing something right. And so for me, I was like, I just wanted something like that that was fun, that didn't bore you to death. You know, I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. sometimes I get it. We, we, you know, maybe we're raised a certain way or this is the way that we were taught. You know, sometimes I roll my eyes at love and light all day long because it's not love and light all day long. You know, sometimes we got to. I said, in a way, that may come off as tough love, but it's because I love you that I want you to do better. And that's for me, is really what I wanted for Selfish Babe is like, girl, I know you got this. Girl, I know you down, but you know, I'm gonna say these, you know, some words for you so you remember who you are, you know? And I may add a sprinkle or two or three or four of some cuss words so you understand it because if I'm talking to a girl if I'm listening to like, for example, you said you like gospel music, but you also like Dogg. there may be some woman out there who Love some gospel music, but they love shaking their booties to some city girls. Okay, so I'm reaching the women from that perspective because sometimes, you know, and I'm be real, and this is not for uh, offending. Sometimes what that gospel song may do for you in one minute, sometimes you may need that city girl track to boost your confidence. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may need that city girl track before you go out and speak just so you have that more confidence in you. Right. And so for me, that's That's what selfish babe is. It's the, it's going to be the home girl that's going to boost you up. Who's going to be real with you. Who's going to give you that tough love. And, but all because she loves you and she wants to see the best in you. Like almost like an older sister, you can say that too. But it's just like, at the end of the day, it's because I love you that I'm saying, saying these things to you. And like what the response that I've gotten just from that, just from the affirmations, I like to call them selfish affirmations or the self-love reminders I call selfish truths. Women have told me, even through the podcast, they have told me, wow, you know, I, I go to therapy. But what this did for me you know, couldn't take three years of therapy. You know what I'm trying to say? At one point, I wanted to be a psychologist. Literally, I went to school to to be a psychologist. And at one point, I worked in an alternative girls school and um, as my internship. And there were certain things that I wanted to say to those girls that would not be deemed professional. But there's because I wanted to use some cuss words, some choice language. But in a professional setting, that's not what people use. You know, you got to say things a certain way. And I'm like, that's not what's going to get to them. Do you have to say things a certain way where people actually understand where you're coming from? And so eventually I got my master's in community psychology as well. And I like to say that I'm still doing psychology, especially community psychology. We're talking about having a community of women called Selfish Babes who are learning how to self treat and authentically loving themselves, right? You get those notifications. They may not know this from a psychological standpoint, but you're getting a daily affirmation to your phone. Whether or not you say it, you read that. Every day, you're reading something positive towards yourself. And some women have told me that that is the only positive message they see all day. So not only are they getting that, that's playing into their subconscious mind of telling them that I can do this. I don't have to let fear stop me. I am the ish or more things like that, right? We even talk about certain things with relationship. Women have DM me and told me that some of the, my notifications from Selfish Babe have helped them to leave abusive relationships. You know what I'm trying to say? So for me, I didn't know that that was going to be the impact but i do understand the impact of speaking things into existence i understand the power of our words i understand the power of intention so people may be like olunike you have cuss words in these affirmations how is that personal development yeah you know why because of it's the intention behind what people are saying if i feel good when i am saying this cuss words or not that energy that i'm feeling is going to be expanded out, out outside of me out into the universe from whomever I believe in, that energy, I'm going to attract right back. I'm going to be able to say maybe I was having low self-esteem or low confidence. And after uh, two months of having the Selfish Babe app, I really feel like I can go out there and say hello to that girl that's sitting next to me. Whereas maybe two months ago, I wouldn't have had the confidence to even say hello because I would have been having fear of rejection. I still may have that fear of rejection, but at least now I'm taking the action. You know what I'm trying to say. So for absolutely. me, absolutely, that's just it's just so important. I, 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 like I said, beautiful, wonderful spiritual teachers and elders who have so much knowledge, but we need to get it down to the younger generation because if people people are like, oh my god, I would have if I would have learned this at 20 years old, imagine where I would be. I don't want to hear that's more.
1: the thing. Yes. But that's exactly what you're saying is what makes me as a, now a junior elder. <laughs> Like I'm in that in between. No, but that's what gets me excited about it is because when we say things like, oh, when I was 20, I wish someone would have told me, they would have needed to tell you on the level that you were at at that time. They couldn't tell you where they were from. So what my 60 year old grandma was trying to tell me when I was 20, I could not comprehend, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But had someone told it to me in terminology or language or with the same you know, sass or whatever as Mm -hmm. where I was at that time, then I could have gotten a lesson even if we arrived at it in a different way, even if we use different words or language to get there. The main thing is know who you are, be confident in who you are. You are the ish, you are that chick, you deserve to be at the table. Like all of those things need to be said in a way that pierce your heart based on where you are at that time in your life. So what works for us in one season, that lesson may need to be reiterated at different points in our lives, but based on where we are. Because certain things that spoke to me at 20, I would be like, girl, what are they talking about at this point? But that's because my life experience has shifted. But I'm still in the space sometimes where people who may be much older than me say something and I still don't get it. Because yeah. my, my daughter isn't grown yet. So I don't understand your grown child reference. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> I have been, I didn't work at a job for 30 years that I hated. So I don't necessarily understand that reference. Yes. But, you know, I think that's the thing is that if you're listening, I'm really telling you, like I've downloaded the apps weeks, weeks ago and I love the affirmations. And what I really want to drive home to the listeners is, listen, if that's not your thing, that's your daughter's thing. Yeah, granddaughter's thing. That's your niece's thing. That's the young lady that you're mentoring. It's her thing. And you need to pass this app on because the lesson is the same. And you don't want these young ladies in particular to, you know, go 10, 15, 20 years and then look you in the eyes and say, I wish someone would have told me 20 years ago. And there was a channel. You may be saying it. You may be sending them to listen to me. But really, I may not be their cup of tea. I'm your Mm. cup of tea, which is Mm. fine. Right. I'll be your cup of tea all day. But. (laughs) trying to save the babies too right like we're trying to give everyone and so I I love it so here's one that came to me yesterday and I screenshot this selfish truth reminder Mm -hmm. repeat after me I am allowed to be both a work in progress and help others grow at the same time I refuse to wait until I believe I'm perfect or someone else has deemed me worthy of impacting others Mm -hmm. I am unapologetically accepting a life of massive growth and improvement Yes. How do you don't feel good after getting that out of the blue?
0: Exactly. And that's the like thing. That's it's out of purpose. the blue. It's out of the blue. It's like people are like, girl, like, okay, so there was this um, promo I did, and that girl, Jay Cole, did it. And she was like, why are you waiting on the text from Tyrone? Don't wait on an old text from Tyrone. <laughs> Selfish Fade <laughs> is going to text you. you know, am trying to say, literally, you know, we waiting up, waiting for this person to text us who's we're interested in. Well, girl, while you wait for that, you know, why Why don't you get your selfish respect message? We're going to text you every day. We're going to be consistent. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that's no, it's true. Saying. It's <laughs> true. And I'm a big personal development person. And I still, like you said, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how much work you've done. We all face those moments of self-doubt. We yeah. all have that, that little girl who may have been rejected way back when, who creeps up every once in a while and makes us feel unworthy. Yeah. Or makes us feel like, we don't deserve the seat at the table or that people are doing us a favor. There's all these things. And I just really believe that having, being inundated with these messages of support and just remembering who you are and knowing that you're worthy are important. And I like that it comes in the form of an app. I really do. I love the affirmations too. My big thing with affirmations is making sure that people understand that affirmations are just, that nudge for you to create some action though. Yes. And, and, like, so, like, yeah. Affirmations are not just like, yeah. oh, read it and don't apply it. Like you yeah. must apply it to your life. How mm-hmm. do you, you know, I know that you're spitting the affirmations out. Is it through your podcast that you try to help people like connect it to like real life application?
0: Yes. So the affirmations mm-hmm. and self love reminders, you know, they go out twice a day. And through my podcast, the Selfish Babe, Selfish Talk podcast, that's where I have more time with my audience. That's where I can really share my own personal experience, my own personal thoughts. And a lot of times I talk about action because for me, I wouldn't be where I'm at without action. That honestly, more than, more comes natural to me than that, that may come natural to somebody next to me. But I want people like I had a podcast talking about uh, moving through fear. Because I don't really believe that we get rid of fear. I I think that we have, we will always carry that emotion. And I don't think carrying that emotion is a bad thing. I don't think we have to shame fear. It's the fact of you moving through fear is what's by action is what's going to get done, the things that you want done. And so for me, sometimes it's like, okay, everybody's always talking about, well, get rid of your fear. I'm just like, no, because even before I go up on the stage and talk. I still feel the nerves. I feel scared. Even when I'm walking to the, sca- the stage, I feel scared. But guess what? I, I'm still going to go up there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going
0: to go up there and do what I need to do.
1: And I so- feel that every day, every time. Mm-hmm. every. I'm getting ready to speak tomorrow and the butterflies are already here. Like mm-hmm. And the sweaty pits and shaking <laughs> knees are going to hit right before I get up there. Now, when the lights come on, when that mic is on, then something kicks in and I'm able to deliver. But that does not remove. It doesn't matter that I've spoken. I don't know how many times at this point in front of tens of thousands of people. None of this stuff matters. Like it still comes up and I've learned to just cooperate with the fear.
0: Yes. Cooperate. I love that. I love that so much. Cooperate with it. And I think the more that we uh, do that, right, cooperate with those quote unquote negative emotions, which are really just emotions we don't really like to feel, but they're a part of our makeup, right? We have our light side and we have our shadow side without light, you know, without darkness, there is no light, right? So it's just like, we have to understand that there's harmony within that. And so when we, honor our emotions and we move through them you know just acknowledgement I think that we can do so much more better which is another thing I do like about Selfish Babe too because I don't want it to be where like I mentioned love and light all day and that's it because that's not reality for a lot of people you know what I'm trying to say it's like I may yeah. be here right now and I may really literally not like where I'm at in my life But what I'm always saying, especially for selfish babes, which are really women who selfishly and authentically love themselves, is that you are the one creating your life. You may not like that job that you go to. You may not like where you live. You may want to be in a whole other place, especially if you're scrolling through Instagram, quote unquote, comparing your life to other people. What you must understand is that when you're looking at those other people's lives, they understand this, that they are the ones that can create their life or co-create their life based on whoever it is that they may believe in. Right. And so my thing is, I just really want women to understand the reason they must put themselves first. Is it because they are the ones that are also part of the control of their life? You may not like where you are today, but that doesn't mean a year from now you have to be in the same place. Again, self-accountability is so important. And another thing that I talk about with Selfish Babe, you have a choice. You have a choice to change where you are right now. And for me, what Selfish Babe provides is affirmation for that. I don't like to say hope because I don't believe in hope. I I love the word. I used to love the word hope when I was younger, but I like to say like, people say, oh, I hope you're well. I like to say, I affirm that you're well because I'm affirming that energy into your life. Hope is fickle. Hope is, "Mm," it's kind of like a maybe, you know, I hope, you know, it's like, I affirm, I'm affirming for you. And I like to say something called pray For yourself. For me, affirmations are prayer, prayers for yourself, right? The power of your tongue, the power of your words. You are speaking what you want into existence. So in the app, it says selfish affirmation dash manifest. And what that means is to bring something from the unseen world into your physical reality, right? And so for me, you are using your words and your thoughts and your energy, which if you're gonna go to pray, you're praying from a place. Of understanding your worth and power rather than a place of desperation. A place of desperation is not what's going to get you the, the results. And so even though I may particularly not be Christian, I am a very spiritual woman. And I understand the power of prayer. I understand the power of my tongue. And that's really what I want women to understand and get across is that is very important. But you have to come from a place of understanding that and I really believe that affirmations help women at least get to that place or want to believe that they want to be in that place you know
1: yeah that's good mm-hmm. stuff I had never heard that perspective on hope either because hope yeah. is definitely one of my favorite words mm-hmm. uh, but I <laughs> like but I really I really like what you said there I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that a few times I really do and that mm-hmm. it's you know hope can be fickle when yeah. you're affirming Mm. Uh, something over someone that I really do I'm gonna mm. explore that see yeah. that's why I love I love these conversations <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think there's a, I think it was Gregory Isaacs if I find the video I'm gonna DM it to you where he had a whole conversation about that and hope and why he doesn't believe in hope and so when you like listen to it and watch it and see if it that like, gives you more um, context but when you listen to it especially when I listened to it I was like oh gosh that makes sense
1: yeah please do DM me Okay, so before I let you go, Olanike, I need to ask you a few rapid wisdom questions that we do okay. here. Just tell us the first thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay. How do you define success?
0: How do I define success? For me, um, my own personal definition of success, for me, really understanding that I have the power to create my reality, and really waking up and understanding And feeling how grateful and how blessed I am. And so for me, that is success is knowing that I may want something and understanding and fully knowing and having faith that I can go out and get it. Now, somebody else's definition of success may be having a six figure home. It may, you know, being a well-known motivational speaker, right. It may be, you know, being a well-known musical artist. But for me, I want people to define success in their own like language. But for me, it's just really for me, understanding my power. I, like Beyonce may say in her song, like I see it, I want it, I'm gonna go out and get it. Like, that's me, like <laughs> knowing my power. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, that's, that's success.
1: Absolutely. And I believe that everyone should have their own definition, which is why I ask every guest, how mm-hmm. do you define it? Because mm-hmm. it's not what Webster says. It's exactly. what you, you feel. So how do you define wealth in three words or less? Ooh.
0: An abundance mindset. <laughs> perfect. I that, guess that's it. An abundance mindset.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. What's What's one book that has redefined how you see wealth?
0: I want to say the game of life and how to play it by Florence Shin. I believe that's yeah. her name. She is she is like the personal development elder that other personal development people that we may know. That's who. Like that's who actually like they read. So The Game of Life and How to Play It. She really talks about the power of your words and you using language. And for me, that's what was, that was what was so important. There's other books that I've read specifically just on money, but that book, I love going back to that book because again, it reminds me about the
1: affirmation and the power of my words. And it's like so, it's like an old oh, oh book, like it's so old. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We'll link to it in the show notes. Fill in the blank. My name is, and for me, the truth about wealth is. My
0: name is Olenike OC, and the truth about wealth is that we all have access to it.
1: Amen. I love it. Oh my gosh! Such a great conversation, and look—you didn't even curse one time. I was, yeah, I was really mindful. <laughs> I wanted to so say this, but I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna say this." <laughs> I, I was, I was preparing myself. I had my little button ready. No, I'm kidding. No, I appreciate you so much, and I think that I've, I told you this already when I first spoke to you. That I think that the work that you're doing is so imperative. Hmm. Uh, I think that you really are answering um, a void in terms of this space. And I believe that so many of us could have avoided many of the women that I know I serve could have avoided a lot of the heartbreak and the shakeups and not that it's going to be perfect because, Mm -hmm. you know, surrounding yourself with personal development stuff does not (laughs) prepare you for some level of perfection. It does help you cope a little bit better and perhaps become a bit more resilient so you can get things sooner, quicker, faster. But I know that so many of the lessons that I see coming across your app. And again, what I love is that we have different beliefs, but the core things are very similar. Yeah. And I love that you can reach young women that would never listen to me. They mm-hmm. would never listen to some of my peers. They were never listen to some of the ladies, like even the author of the book you mentioned who came before yeah. us. Yes. Um, but there, the, the, the point remains, there needs to be a voice that taps into every decade, like mm-hmm. every generation and someone that people can grow with. And I appreciate you for taking a stand and for being that voice and for being relatable And for being someone that can help people, in particular, because I have a heart for young women, (laughs) navigate around a lot of life's ups and downs and know that they have a safe place and they can be supported and that there's someone speaking to them in the language that they speak. And I think that is so valuable. And I appreciate you.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you just even having me on this podcast and being open to having me talk because I know sometimes um, the curse words can come off a way. And so, even though I didn't curse day, but I'm just <laughs> having, having me speak to your audience. So thank you
1: very, very much. I'm very grateful. All right. Didn't I tell you it'd be good? Let me tell you something. Let me remind you. Now, if Selfish Babe is not for you, you need to Be the big sister, the auntie, the mama in someone's life and make sure that you get this app in the hands of a young woman, okay? Like understand that personal development comes in all shapes and sizes. And I know that you may love me, but your niece, your daughter, your whoever may not. And I'm telling you, like I personally love the app. I get the notifications (laughs) like every day and she's right. They do pump me up, but I wanna make sure that your young women in your life are definitely connected to affirmations that will help them take action in their lives. You feel me? Like you may be able to listen to certain things, sermons or whatever, and it helps you to move forward. We need to make sure that we're reaching this next generation in a way that truly supports them. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I'd be talking like I'm super old, right? (laughs) I know that I'm not, but I I tend to do that because I love it. But I'm just saying, right, like I want all my nieces who are in their 20s to really get into it because they don't listen to redefining wealth. I would love to say that all my nieces do. They don't, but I know they better download this app. You see what I'm saying? So I love the Selfish Babe app. Make sure that you check it out on your Apple devices or with Google Play and just share it with some young women in your life. and. Don't forget, don't forget, Redefining Wealth Live is going down October 13th. I want to shout out to Olanike as well for being a supporter of Redefining Wealth Live. Thank you so much for seeing the vision and just wanting to really encourage women to attend. I love that, supporting each other back and forth. That's what we do here. So I want to see you at Redefining Wealth Live October 13th. It's a Sunday. There's no work the next day. It's a holiday weekend. We have a few tickets left. I think they'll be gone in the next week or two. So make sure you grab yours, redefiningwealthlive.com. Until next time, it's okay to be selfish. Let's reiterate that. (laughs) And I also want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later.